Emily and welcome to my new podcast. Well, we're actually on the fifth episode now, so maybe not new, called Blurt It Baby. Now, in this podcast, I talk to some of my closest friends about their real experience of mumhood and what to actually expect. Real talk for real mums is a little bit of a cliche. And to be honest, to really actually go there, it's not that easy. We all know having a baby is a true blessing. But what I've learned from my friends is how hard it is for them to be that honest in front of others without people thinking they don't love their babies. So for their sake, I wanted to create a little bubble where they can reflect on their own journey of mumhood without being judged. The good, the bad, the ugly. Now it is an absolute honour to introduce my next guest because it is my beautiful sister, Sophie. Um, hi. Hi. So three years so older than me. <laughs> she also has a dog called Maurice that we can't ignore. Um, hi, Maurice. Her little Frenchie. So, um, so my sister is three years older than me. Now I've always looked up to my sister, but watching her become a mum to my gorgeous niece, Coco, that was an amazing experience for me, one I was very, very proud of. Um, she is also owner of the Best Bike Cafe in London, <laughs> London Velo in Deptford, if you're ever there. And Coco, my niece... Apparently just bikes. <laughs> no, just bikes, because we're in COVID, yeah. no coffees. Um, <laughs> and my niece, Coco, is now two and a half, going on yeah. 32. We can both agree uh-huh. with that. Um, yeah. However, it's not all roses. And I know that there was a lot of moments for you that you weren't prepared for so let's let's start from the beginning let's talk about pregnancy because that was actually something that you really enjoyed I did I yeah I I really enjoyed pregnancy um oh look she's awake she's awake awake. we couldn't do Um, this she has to make an appearance hang on should we wet like should we see if she goes back down how does the routine work yeah what well what i can do is i can i can go and attempt to put her back into bed (laughs) if you can bet if you can pause this somehow look um, this is real this is what it's this is mumhood live otherwise i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna have to put the ipad on and sit next to me while i talk about how difficult it was um, <laughs> there's no judgment if she needs to go in front of an ipad um, that's, okay. that's real I'm gonna go and try and put her back to okay bed. so we're gonna we're yeah. gonna take a this quick is... pause yeah um while we took the, ba- the baby back to bed and then we're, yeah. we're gonna be back okay 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 so we are we're back and we're attempting it round two um what, that. so what do you do just put her back to bed okay yeah, so she's she's still awake, I think. But right, okay. yeah, we'll so see we're, how it goes. we're on limited time, which is which is actually true to form when you when you do have a child, which is something I'm sure that you you've learned as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so we we stopped at pregnancy, yeah. which is actually something that yeah, you, so you, what, you enjoyed. What was I saying? Yeah, so <laughs> I did. Yeah, I I really loved being pregnant like obviously I was I was lucky enough that you know I didn't I had an easy pregnancy it was it was it was nice you know nothing I didn't really have any symptoms you know until at the very end and um and also it wasn't too limiting you know I was able to carry on with my normal life in 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 that sense I could work I could and actually that we're going to talk about after which 
it, it, I suppose in a different way is that you enjoyed your body changing yes yeah massively because I like weirdly I think I feel like puberty bypassed me in a way (laughs) you know like I was I was like 13 and you know all your friends and you know, I even saw it with you, like everybody's body's changing and I'm like, you know, why don't I look like Britney Spears yet? <laughs> it just didn't happen for me. I like to so say I, that um, she, she, you talk, like this is a, a terrible fault of my sister, she talks about herself like she's Shrek and she's one of the most beautiful no. people. But, <laughs> no, but obviously, you know, ev- everyone has their own like body issues yeah. or whatever, but I, um, So you yeah, felt like this was a second really, puberty? Yeah, kind of. I just, I honestly still feel like I had the same body I had when I was about 12. So, I really embraced the fact that I got bigger and really all I had to do in pregnancy was just feed myself and I really like <laughs> indulged in that. And, yeah. you know, just, You've always enjoyed felt, that. In a way, I kind of felt like my body was doing the work. It wasn't yeah. me, if that makes sense. So It felt natural. I mean, in the end. Yeah, and also, I mean, I looked like an egg from the neck down. So it wasn't <laughs> that, you know, it wasn't that I felt really... I mean, I felt obviously more curvaceous and everything, but I just, I felt very feminine, I guess. Yeah. I think that's a lovely thing to say because, you know, um, what comes with pregnancy sometimes is a lot of people saying, oh, you're going to feel fat, you're going to feel gross. But I always remember you telling me you felt beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One thing I remember you being very mad at was maternity clothing. Yes, yes. (laughs) You really struggled with that. Yeah, I feel, it's strange because I feel like, you look, you know, I, I mean, I like nice clothes. I mean, I only really wear t-shirts and jeans most of the time, but I feel like as soon as you're pregnant and you're looking at maternity clothes, it's like they've confined you to wearing either stripes or spots. (laughs) (laughs) There's a nautical vibe in the pregnancy clothing, isn't it? I suppose There really is. It's like I'm going on a cruise or something, (laughs) but it's so weird so yeah and I re- and I you know I remember phoning you up every week probably going oh, I just can't find anything yeah. what am I gonna wear and I ended up wearing I guess just bigger versions of like the t-shirts I yeah. already owned and, I think that's a good thing yeah. to say you don't have to go down that nautical route no I mean if you like the stripes that's great but it was and also I think I do wear a lot of black so I was like I just I just can't walk around this big wearing you know giant blue spots and yeah. spots yeah. and I, yeah a polka dots I well say, you know, I mean your, I yeah. thought your maternity wardrobe was on point yeah um, it was fun <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on to as well pre, pre Coco the birth plan and the birth now something you talk about which I think is really interesting is you left it totally in the hands of medical care like midwives and, and hospitals yeah. you were like I didn't I didn't make any plan and since you've had her You've mentioned that that may be something you you wouldn't do the second time round. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really hard to say because I, in some ways, I, I mean, I was part of an you know like a mum mum and baby group uh, when I was pregnant, and so and they actually went into a lot of detail about the different, um, you know, different um, Birth. birthing options, birthing plans, and. And that, I think it was all in good intentions to so that you go into the hospital, you know, well-informed or so that you're not, you know, so that it's not so scary, I guess, when you go into hospital. But yeah. I, to me, that, that also seemed really bizarre. It was like, 
I, I didn't like having the choice, actually. I didn't like being given... That seemed like such a big responsibility. And also, perhaps, uh, it wasn't literally like this, but I, I pictured going to the doctors and saying, no, no, I will have it this way. But I had no... med. You know, I've got no medical training, no grounds yeah. to to ask for anything so I, I found that really bizarre it was like well surely surely whatever happens the doctor will make the right decision or nurses well, just whatever tell me what and, to do yeah 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 I, I I need to follow instruction and then I feel I would rather be told what to do and then feel like I can carry it out to the best of my ability yeah you know I mean? yeah yeah, yeah. Than, yeah. Give to me actually the, make the that's choice. kind of like me I'm like give me I the instructions yeah tell me exactly yeah. what to do and I'll do it well yeah yeah but so when you I mean, went and in- also I mean I ended up having a cesarean section and you- am I still connected sorry oh yeah it went, <laughs> it went um I'll edit it it went fuzzy so say go yeah. from I ended up having a c-section so I yeah so I I ended up having an emergency c-section which you know I don't think is is the plan anyone chooses, obviously. But <laughs> I'd like um, an emergency C-section, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and, and obviously there are elective C-sections, but um, I. So part of this now that I when I reflect on it now, I think oh maybe I really should have thought more about a birthing plan or or more about I don't know not even the plan, but you know I didn't I didn't think about hypnobirthing or any of those options because I really did think no I'm going to put my trust in you know yeah. the medical care team. Um, but then at the same time I don't think I definitely couldn't have hypnobirthed my way through you know delivering Coco because she was in a funny position. Um, yeah, of course, would never have happened. So it's hard you know I, I definitely think there's something in being well informed and you know I'll be honest I still don't really know what happened like obviously I've been given I, I obviously I was told and we went through it all but it still doesn't really make any no. sense to me and and I just think you know what that's that's why you know and I I didn't want a home birth for that reason I think obviously you, you would still have medical uh, a medical team there but I just you know, I wanted somebody there to be ready to hook me up to something if I yeah. needed it, you know, and, um, you. and I, I did have a very drug-addled birth in the end, in a way. But, but you know, each of their own. It was still a very positive ex- experience. Like, despite it was, you know, kind of scary right at the end, but it was also an amazing experience. I was so, going to ask you that because I was going to yeah. say, actually, the problem it can be is that if you do prepare and actually Joe, who was on... Um, episode three she said she put so much into the birth plan that there was a fear that she wasn't actually going to get her birth so there's that balance isn't it where you know yeah you don't I guess you definitely I did consider like you definitely don't want to set yourself up for disappointment yeah and you know and if if you've got your heart set on something I think you know it and they do tell you that in the group but I think it's it's quite hard to yeah it's quite hard to remember that perhaps that you know you just at the end of the day just anything can happen really Um, I think that's I think that's good I think um I think that's good because there are some mums that are a bit more like you and don't want to actually think about the birth because that's a scary thought and just think well fine it's medical care and what's lovely about your situation is is even though you did have an emergency c-section it was still positive and that's really nice yes it was I mean the actual, yeah, 
I, if anything, I found the recovery much harder. Like that was that was almost the thing that I wasn't really prepared for. Yeah. But and, um, and we're going to yeah. come on to that actually because that's something that uh, again Joe mentioned is that she never she never focused anything on the bringing baby home and what was happening yeah. to her body. And it's really weird. And I, maybe I thought this because I was so excited to have a niece. You know, this was like my first yeah. niece. And and it's almost, you know, it's like, it's my baby. <laughs> you know, I remember saying to our <laughs> mum, I was like, oh my yeah. God, it's our baby. You know, because you share your baby yeah. when, when it's born. And, and we're, very, we're very lucky. We're a very close family. And I, I naively thought, because I was so excited and I was like, oh, as a baby, that I weirdly thought like... You have a newborn, Sophie. You're just going to be happy all the time. Yeah. And actually, that's impossible. Um, and then at one yeah, stage... Mean, yeah, so, I was going to say, it's definitely a roller coaster because I'm sure like all, all the mums you'll talk to, there's, you know, there's highs and lows. And I think I, I was quite surprised in a way, you know, I literally went from euphoria, you know, day one. Yeah. And, then I, and then you can just, you can just then you're just exhausted and and you're weepy and obviously I think immediately after birth is you know, you've got hormones yeah they, they are just literally flying um, aren't they but in the same you know that also continued pretty much for the first year yeah. in that you know that I would you know I could I spend you know hours on the sofa I'd literally get lost in her eyes and then you know, half an hour later, like, why isn't she asleep? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, I, I remember you saying at one out, stage, yeah. which I think, you know, is quite useful for other mums maybe going through similar right now, is that you you went through a stage which wasn't just like a, a an evening or an afternoon where you're like, I'm not having the most fun here. And you felt guilty about that. And I think yeah, that's really important. Because yeah. that if you feel like that, and I've said this on every episode, there must yeah. be so many people that feel like that and think and your biggest thing was is yeah. there and half the reason for this podcast was that you couldn't find anyone to say that to without sounding yeah. like you didn't love her I know I think and I really I really really related to uh what your previous um speaker Nadia said about there is just a lot of guilt and you know we we shouldn't make ourselves feel guilty but you do because often I think I, and I think the reason I felt guilty is the things I wasn't enjoying or the things I wasn't worrying about, like, you know, like my weight and things like that are in reality, they're just, they're really trivial. Yeah. You, you do know, you think that was one of the things... You they were trivial. Yeah, but, of course yeah, you I, do. Do you think that was honest, one of the things that got you the most down was that you... <laughs> yeah. was, but, I mean, it, there were two things. I think, I think yes, it, the way, I mean, I did, I did, I felt like I put on a lot of weight after uh, I was after I'd had cocoa, and I'm not sure if that was true. You know, I did I put on a lot of weight in pregnancy, and perhaps I just enjoyed pregnancy so much that I didn't really notice or yeah, of course. didn't really think that would still be there. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people it, think that, and actually, we were we yeah. were slightly responsible because you know um, our mum, you know, our mum is an incredibly positive person, and a few times you've said, "Mum, you just lie," because she's oh, like, "Oh, she it was snapback." Yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> in a nice Honestly, positive and way. Most spectacles, I think. <laughs> I just it's yeah because and also I remember seeing the pictures and thinking oh wow mum looked amazing you know yeah. she was she was Doing a Jane, Jane Fonda yeah. in in the bloody hospital that's yeah but, and, um, but classic and I lines like I even remember um packing my pajamas in my um you know hospital bag and of course 
they, they weren't even maternity pajamas. They were just the pajamas I wore before I had cocoa. And I literally couldn't get them past my knees. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know what I was thinking. But I think and, it doesn't help. I mean, you'll, you'll know. Um, is yeah. that when, you know, and I'm responsible for it, you know, like our mum and whatever, is when they say, <laughs> you'll just snap back. Yeah, um, no. That can't help. I was the complete exception to that rule. And I, I found it hard because, of course, I felt like every mum I knew snapped back or, or just... Or just, you know, didn't look like they just had a yeah. baby. And I know that's not true and I probably... Did anybody you know, say to you in the groups or anything that they were upset <laughs> no. with their body or how uh, they looked? Or, no, you know. and I think... No, and that's the other thing. And I don't... I, I mean, all the ladies I met were lovely and obviously must have all had their own struggles and their own journeys. But there's also that thing. I think if you... I'm not... I mean, I... I I am an open person, but at the same time, there's that kind of awkward politeness with yeah. people that you don't know that well, and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to offend anyone. And you know, I there were often times where I just wanted to say, "Oh, this is horrendous," you know, and I'm just or or horrendous that I'm not sleeping or yeah. whatever. But actually, people were polite enough to to kind of express that, but be be quite positive about it or be quite reserved and I just yeah. didn't feel so really those kind of situations you could say made you yeah. feel even more isolated yeah they did in a way and I I'm kind of I'm kind of embarrassed to say this but I in a way the whole point of you know being in a in a group with meeting new mums and stuff is to is for support yeah but I almost felt that it brought out a kind of insecurity in me that is a sort of that sort of insecure feeling you have at school perhaps when you're like comparing yeah. yourself with girls and it was a really it was really strange because that that was that kind of emotion that's what I felt and again they were all really nice but I you know I was kind of insecure about not doing very well with breastfeeding obviously feeling you know like I'd put on loads of weight and and not and perhaps not lost weight like others had and and also just and also, I wanted to find someone where you can always be happy in your moaning together. Yeah, like a kindred you know, spirit almost. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't that I wanted to moan because even if I w- wasn't enjoying it, I think I think I wanted the honesty or I wanted to be open and honest with someone because I think that would have made it easier. It just would have, we could have had a laugh about well, it. Well, Michelle, who was on the, pre- the previous uh, podcast who obviously yeah. was incredibly brave talking about postnatal depression, but even before she went to that stage, she was like, I wish people had made me feel more normal in yeah. telling me yeah. that. Because actually, that was it was your point, which always struck out to me when you were like, "It's and it's quite funny when you say it, but you're like, it's horrendous to wake up three times a night. I don't know how yeah. you can be positive about I that. I know, there's nothing about <laughs> let's just face it you know yeah I mean okay yeah you get to cuddle your baby more and and stuff like that but I I just can't that's not easy to put a positive spin on when it's like night after night were you ever honest were you do you think now looking back and or if you could restart those groups having like more confidence now and reflecting on it would you have do you think I should have been that one to be really honest yeah I I'd like to think that although I also like I feel like I could, you know, I often used to joke with you and say, oh, why, why does nobody say this stuff to you in advance? Yeah. And I realised, you know, if if I knew someone who was pregnant or 
even if I, and especially if I didn't know them that well, you know, you wouldn't want to say, oh, congratulations, you are going to hate it. You know, like, <laughs> you're going to have to do it hard. It's, you, I can see why people don't, aren't, you know, really brutal or uh, brutally honest yeah. with you because and also every you've got to remember everyone's experience is different you know some people they will love it or and I just feel like some people you know they have different but, babies but actually your the good days yeah. obviously outweighed the bad because you know you like I'm being biased well I'm not I don't think I'm being biased that you're an incredible mum and that you have an absolute mini me who like worships the ground <laughs> you walk on apart from when she's having a tantrum. Um, yeah. So for the most of it, you you did love it and you enjoyed it, but it was I a shame. I, I mean, the, the, that, there's high highs and low lows yeah. in some way. And, but it is a shame that say, no I, one can be, no one can yeah. give you what you wanted in that, you know, just to make your journey better so you feel more normal in in that like, oh, this is horrendous, yeah, and we don't hate our babies. Also, yeah, and I think that the guilt thing as well, one of the reasons you feel guilty as well is because, you know, all you all you tell yourself beforehand is, you know, you just want, you know, a happy, healthy baby, you want everything to go well. And, and the reality is often that, you know, luckily for me that did, and I was so grateful for that. But, you know, yeah, the reality is you just, you're still upset that you can't get into, you know, certain clothes or you're just... Can't get, yeah. can't get your nap in the afternoon. So it's, I looking back, it seemed some things seem trivial, but also the other thing I think as well, it, I often felt very frustrated um, in that, you know, I found it quite interesting that everyone, especially new mums, like I would meet and speak to, I felt like they all had, you know, everyone had different interpretations. Now of this, the same this sort of made experience. me laugh when you used to say this because yeah. this is to do with like. Does your baby sleep you know through what? the okay, night? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, and I laughed a lot with my other half about this as well. Um, and, you know, we would do, the first question when you meet, you know, your, you meet up with your group after everyone's had yeah. their baby, like, is your baby sleeping? How long are they sleeping? You know, how, how are you getting them down? And we, and the big question is, are they sleeping through the night? Which, yeah. you know, we literally didn't experience till like 10 months in properly. And, um, <laughs> and then a few people would say, and I actually met a few people that would say, oh, yeah, yeah, they are sleeping through the night. I only had to get up at like, you know, four and one or whatever. And I'm, I just, I was like, I don't. I don't understand. Why are you saying they're sleeping through the night? And like, yeah. and what the, what and book I, are you reading that I've missed? And I would missed. just sort of nod and smile, yeah. And I would literally think, what book have you read? Is it is it that there's like an official, you know, is there like a five-hour window where that counts and sleeping through the night? <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and also, so I would I would get really frustrated at home and, you know, in, the, in private and say, look, women shouldn't be allowed to say that. I don't know why people are saying that because... <laughs> you know that's just not true and and Steve my other half where he was actually he was kind of much kinder about it and he would say well, look you know people just maybe some people just need to say what they need to say to get them through it yeah you know yeah and if I they think need to good. say they're sleeping through the night then just let yeah. them have that whereas I was often I wanted someone kind of I felt sometimes like I was in a bit of a sinking ship and I wanted someone in the ship with me. Yeah. Of course. Why can't anyone understand? Yeah. yeah. And and actually it's and very also, important would, to yeah. to kind of realise that it's not just people's interpretations being different. It's that people in general are so different with how 
you know what they what they see as a struggle or oh you're right like what Steve yeah, says yeah um absolutely yeah how they get through certain situations how and, they deal with it yeah, yeah and there's a lot of people yeah. out there that don't like to don't like to be seen as any kind of victim or uh, you know or like um let themselves go emotionally in front of other people which what's really yeah. lovely about <laughs> yourself is that you are honest it's just a shame that through your journey you almost <laughs> didn't find that other person to just you know yeah, sit and, and have coffee and with and do that that is sort of my own fault as well because i would i would obviously be really open you know to you and to and to you know mom and to my other half and i and in a way, those people actually couldn't really help me. You know, they yeah. could listen, but um, I just, I should have been saying this yeah. stuff to and other I people. Think that's if they the thought thing. I was crazy, then, you that, know, exactly. so Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that's the point, isn't it? That it, al- it almost mom, takes yeah. that one person to go, yeah. oh, yeah. this is hard <laughs> yeah. and horrendous. But, you know, because... Yeah. And I think that's, the as, again, it's the point of this is that actually... Um, it's very difficult to do that. Like Nadia was saying, she was acutely embarrassed of not picking up her baby, not feeling like she was bonding with her baby. But yet now, since the podcast has come out, so many people have contacted her saying, I felt exactly the same. Yeah, you do. I felt very insecure in front of other mums, which is which is terrible because that's, you know, they you should, they, you yeah. should help each other. And obviously I would always want to help uh, Somebody, another mum if you're yeah. struggling. You, you, there is a nice it is nice in that you do share your experiences but weirdly you know I, if I was at home on my own sometimes and think yeah I've, I've done really well there or I've had a good day or good morning or I've you know I've managed to get out the house before two two o'clock which is great but then as soon as I was in the company of other people I was just I was just so self-conscious I guess yeah, of and, course do you um, think you'd be like that I now like if if you did it again knowing what you know or like you know with a second do yeah you, do I mean now I'm not sure. I think perhaps I'll always be a little bit um, kind of self-conscious in front of people. Like even even now, there's an element. I I don't have to say this, but there's an element of making new friends as an adult that is excruciating, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. In some ways, it's it. Obviously, you can have a really good bond with another um, another mum, another or even other parents because that's a real leveler and you know and you can have a lot in common. But it's nice when that happens kind of organically. And I think, you know, you put all these people in a room, you're like, you have to be, you feel like you have to be best friends now. And it's, I find that really hard. Yeah, that's very, that is very, it's really difficult. More difficult as an adult. Yeah, it's more difficult as as an an adult. adult, Yeah, because you're not in the same, you're not, you haven't got that innocence you have as a kid where it's very simple. You're like, oh, I like pink, you like pink, we're best friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my best friends now is because we like the same movie, you know, but maybe now we wouldn't be as close. So I think it's, it is, um, it's a battle, yeah. Nobody wants to, I think that's the thing, nobody wants to... I don't know, perhaps accidentally offend someone. And maybe it's just a very British thing, like, you know, being very polite and kind of... um, But, yeah, it's it's funny because it should be... Obviously, you are all in the same boat, so it's a great opportunity to, like, make friends and connections. And it's also quite daunting. Yeah, I I have another friend who, you know, it was very difficult because she moved to a whole new place, you know, for her husband to be in a new town. And I know our mum did similar... Um, but it's not that easy to be the first to, you know, she, she told me a funny story where she invited everybody over 
and nobody came and that's just that's even oh, more heartbreaking when heartbreak. a kid has a birthday yeah, party I've heard that before you oh, know that's just heartbreaking but yeah. I, I suppose what you have to do is is from what i've from what people have said is you have to yeah. take that leap and just go yeah for i was it. gonna say but the thing is i admire people that have that story because they're so brave for actually doing that and again i've said to you you've said to me like you need to make more effort and i kind of i think in the very early days as well in some ways i hadn't i hadn't quite let go of my other life you know yeah, of i was course. I, even though I wasn't working, I would take Coco down to, you know, to my business every day, and I would, which, and I found I found comfort a lot in, you know, my, I guess my colleagues getting to know Coco, yeah. and and but they were all, you know, in their early twenties, you know, they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah, and you were like, well, hi guys, <laughs> yeah, like I, they were like my crew in a way, and which was a bit a bit tragic because I just needed to like get on and make some. <laughs> and even you know customers I would meet I mean I found actually a lot found a lot of connect a new connections with you know customers in who would come into the cafe yeah. because they had children or you know and then the whole a, a whole bunch of customers who were pregnant who I, I hadn't even realized and then they suddenly turned up with yeah. babies and I was, oh you've had a baby too and you know you, and I that was really nice that and that's kind of organic so that's quite nice because, that was organic yeah um, but and I but then I also was like I, I never even really knew their names. I would just chat to them, and and I was always a bit too scared to take that next step. It's always, I guess, yeah. it's like asking or, someone out. On also, a date. yeah, <laughs> it is. It's I even just more scary. Yeah, and also yeah, there's always really a certain scary, point. Really there's always a certain point where you've been talking to someone for so long, and then you're like, oh yeah. my god, I can't ask your name. That's just so rude. I know. And I so, just yeah, yeah past the point. Um, on me, to, yeah. I mean, we talked. We, we, you've mentioned obviously the body thing was major for you and that really did bring your confidence but down. I, I really worry that that does make me sound super shallow no it doesn't it really really doesn't because you've never been shallow in fact yeah. like, it's worth pointing out that you're not into exercise in fact you you quite hate it I mean you do ballet which is amazing but you're not into like you, you, you you've no, never been I, someone who, who loves sports day put it that way oh I wish I did yeah I wish I did and I you know, and I didn't eat, I didn't do any, that's the thing, I, I do like a, a weekly ballet class, if that, and um, I think as soon as, I didn't even, I don't even think I'd got to 12 weeks, and I was like, oh, no, I can't be doing this, and I literally <laughs> just put my feet up for the rest yeah, but, of the But, the like, time. even that, you, what, and I'm, what I mean by that is that you've never actually been, I mean, I can say, um, as sisters, I've been the one who's been, always been a lot more body conscious, like, oh, my word, have I put weight on, have I done this, and you've never <sighs> actually been like that, so it was no, quite surreal I- for me to see how much it got you down when I never really thought you were that bothered. No, and I think, I have to say, it, anyway. was, it wasn't, it was the weight, but also, weirdly, all the, I felt like all the symptoms that I would have thought I'd have in pregnancy kind of caught up with me afterwards. Right. So, I my feet ached, like, all the time. Yeah. I, I had, you know, I had to kind of unfur- uncurl my toes every day and um, I just, I had all the backache that I didn't have when I was pregnant and yeah. I, and also I think I just felt like I wasn't in my own body for a very long time, like 18 months and I think, I think as well, I, even though that, you know, you know that a C-section is, is major surgery but you're also, 
you're up and out the hospital so quickly that in a way you don't you don't really take that in I think yeah you don't get that recovery time like yeah but if what would you say to someone who felt like you right now like was in the middle of I don't I am not in my body I feel like just I think just be kind to yourself I guess don't Oh, it's hard because you know people are going to worry about stuff like that and and actually I ended up going to a GP um, really quite late down the line in a way and she she was so sweet you know I think she just listened and probably had heard this a hundred times but she even quite politely said you know maybe you just want to eat slightly less you know on your dinner like every <laughs> night and just like for, basic portion control which I know it makes you sound like a, a fat pig but I just <laughs> I think this is complete basically it's completely normal and yeah. and I did I um you know I got I did small things like it just get better trainers um and you know not and I think and I was active all the time that's the thing I was getting out all and the time I think in the a key way. is if you ex- yeah. if you like you said earlier on in, in the podcast and, and Joe who was on episode three said the same is that if you had known this a bit more before then you would yeah. you would have taken the pressure off and been kinder because like Nadia said yeah. the stress, it's just yeah. about a year and a half of your life and it will you will feel yourself get back to normal again but it's, yeah, it's a tougher journey for you if you put pressure. that pressure on yeah yeah the pressure puts stress on and and the stress I think I was very stressed with a lot of things like it affected it affected my milk it affected everything and of course when I finally had the time I did I'm kind of embarrassed to say I did kind of do a you know like a what do you call it a a a diet not a diet but Uh, yeah but I just blitzed it for two weeks literally like spinach on a plate type of thing and it worked you know it just it kind of yeah. disappeared. And actually, you I, thought I there was something wrong with it. you, which... Yeah, I did. I was <laughs> like, like, what? What's... Yeah, why am I the only one? I really felt like that, which is but so But you weren't. You weren't. It was in your but head. But also, I realise now when I, you know, the very fact that I, I had time to, you know, either plan my meals or, like, eat less or whatever, I do, you don't have the time to do that, and it's not the right time to do that when even you know three months six months even like nine months um it's yeah. so important that of you are you know and I knew it was important that you're you're looking after another human life and you just have to you know and I the biggest thing I would do even though um you know I guess again this probably makes you sound really lazy but I I should have just stayed at home I should have sat on the sofa for nine months yeah. and just just relaxed and do you do you wish you and didn't just try to do my best and yeah. not worry about so do you wish that you yeah. didn't do I'm as not worried much? That I wasn't getting out of yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I do actually. I mean, I'm in some ways I did some baby groups which I loved, you know, if maybe one or two a week and, and I did swimming which I really enjoyed with, with Coco. Like a couple of things that do get you out of the house yeah. or do get get you meeting other people. Um but I was I would be up like maybe not out early but I would I'd be out every day yeah every day for the first year it would be going to the shop or you know I mean in the very early days it might just be going to the park um you know and back which but it was too much I think I on the days where I was at home I would maybe fret and think oh I haven't done anything today or or I would stress because I couldn't get her to nap very well so I felt I had to 
you know, I would drive around South, you know, I know like South London to Bromley, you know, like the back of my hand because I would just be driving around. if you did this again, Um, would you say like, you know what, I I would just not rush out the house. I would try and just take it easy. I would start a a Netflix and just relax with my (laughs) baby. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just just do whatever you can to make make your life easier, easier and, you know, and just, yeah, be kinder to yourself, I guess. And I suppose that's what, you know, the idea of self-care is. And I, yeah. I just didn't it's do that. It's easier really. to say than do, but I think it's really important that you've said that a few times because there is yeah. there was a lot of times where you're like, wow, you just need to be kinder to yourself, like... Even if it's like really cringy and you stand in front of the mirror and you're you're like, don't have to go out <laughs> yeah. today. I'm nailing this, you know, like anything. Can yeah, work. and and actually, as <laughs> I remember Mum saying to me, you know, oh, you know, don't you don't want to just sit around in your joggers all day. Oh. And now I feel like saying I should have absolutely sat around in my joggers <laughs> yeah. all day. Every yeah, day. So, I think the key is you know, don't always like, listen to your mum. Yeah. yeah, no, we're only joking, Mum. We yeah. love you, even though they um, mean the best. Of them, but yeah. Um, well, just to like end, I mean, you, I thank you as well. You've been amazing and so honest. And I think it is, it's really important to to also highlight as well that you can feel isolated in those groups and that's okay because it's not easy to be honest. So don't beat yourself up about that. But what, I mean, apart from what, you, you know, your advice and what you've learned, what have you loved? Oh, God, there's, there's so much I've loved. I mean... It's, oh gosh, I don't know. There's so many things, you know. I've I've really loved watching Coco turn into this little madam now. You know, yeah. she's a real and and the, I think one of the things I have to that has been good with you know COVID and everything is that I'm in a way I'm embarrassed to say this is the most time I've spent with her since yeah. she was born. You this know? is like and the maternity leave you never gave yourself, almost. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it. And it, and it's it's tiring in lots of ways, but I it's been so nice to have that time with her. And I think and for lots of reasons, I'm sure I won't have time to go into now. But I didn't really let myself have that time. I think I got I got quite stressed, and I would worry, which I'm sure a lot of other women, especially, and I don't even consider myself as someone that has a really high flying career or anything. But you know, it can be hard to adjust to just a completely new life it could be hard to let go of that what you knew yeah and you're in a completely new job really which you have no experience for and you have to give yourself time to to learn the ropes basically so yeah I think um but there's you know it it it's been it's been an amazing journey definitely and you are well like I said you're an incredible mum um, oh, and I hope I'm <laughs> as good as you, at least. And what other thing that you've always said, which I'm just going to end on, which I think is always really yeah. good advice, is there's so much out there of information, like stacks, yeah. and it can be overwhelming. And I know you were like sent spreadsheets and all of this. And, and actually, <laughs> yeah. when which are very helpful, but when Coco came, I thought, which is a really good point and something you should say to others, is that trust your maternal instinct because that was a real thing for you wasn't it yeah I think definitely like there's 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 just so much information and actually the problem is that that information isn't a manual you know it's not like you can just turn to troubleshooting and find yeah. you know find the problem <laughs> look in the, just, in the back and see yeah, yeah it's 
you and you have I realize you just you also have to find the thing that works for you and your baby like it's almost like a team effort and not everything is is going to work for you and you have you're sort of finding your way together in a way that's how I like to think about it um so yeah absolutely trust your instinct and I think the best thing I did in the end when that when there's too much information just just let go of it you know turn your laptop off or don't don't worry about the app that you have to like, you know, update every five minutes. You can just, just let it go. There's, there's really, yeah, let it go. And you, you will, you will find your way. And there's, that's where like mums and other mums and grandmas and everything are really good. Cause they, you know, you can, it is nice to talk to another person about that and not, you know just get lost yeah in your yeah yeah well listen you thank you you've been amazing and so is coco thank you for not waking up round two she's a good girl she's a good girl um (laughs) sophie you've been um, amazing thank you so much for being on my podcast thank you you very much love you love you